0: Ah! This is the JP pod. How's everybody doing out there? Uh, this is coming to you once again from Tennessee, our undisclosed location. We're in a studio deep, deep in the mountains. Like people are outside doing stuff. We can't even see what they're doing right now. But we've been having kind of a barbecue cookout. Uh, yeah. And I've got a new special guest. As you remember, last week we had a new special guest. Paul Northquist. Paul, how are you doing? Paul's back on here.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm doing just fine.
0: All right. Paul's doing just fine. And I've got another, a third guy that we're going to introduce uh, this, this week. Um, he fits the name scheme. A uh, good friend of mine, uh, John. Uh, so we have a John, we have a Paul, and we have a John Paul on the JP pod.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So it all kind of lines up. So anyway, so John, I'm going to tell how I met you, and then we can talk more about you after I talk about you. Okay. So anyway, John, uh, I was a, a graduate student, or I was—I think I was still a regular student when you first came. Yeah, and at, at, at ETSU
2: mm-hmm.
0: and uh, East Tennessee State University, and John comes up in there, and uh, I, I meet him. I'm—I'm I'm in the Center for Appalachian Studies, which was uh, uh, an There's office pass. at the college. Yeah. yeah, Randy Sanders. Yeah, so you know, so you know, a lot of people were hanging around there, and it was connected to the Bluegrass program and all that. It was kind of the Overseer, So I was over there doing something, and he comes in. It's like the first day of school or second day or something like that. This guy comes in, and he's like really, really redheaded. <laughs> like really, really redheaded and kind of a little chunky. Yeah. You were chunky back then. I was. It's and like uh, so he comes up with this chunked redneck, red, or not redneck. Well, yeah, redneck also. <laughs> red hair. <laughs> And I'm like, man, this guy looks unreal. And then I'm like, I said, "Uh, what are you looking for? What were you looking
2: for? So I was a federal work study and APS student. and I You were going to be in Appalachian studies? Yeah, and that's where I met Rachel Henry, too. She was running it. Mm, So mm. I had like a student worker position there.
0: So you were just looking (laughs) to figure out how to start work. Yeah. So he comes over looking to start how to start work, and I'm like, and I'm like, oh, and I'm like, where are you from? And he said, Caught County. And that's where Paul's from, mm-hmm. same same general area. The, each one's from each side of the county. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, but anyway, so so I'm like, oh, well, you're from Caught County? Well, that's cool. You, you must like, be a hillbilly or something. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, oh, so well, that's cool. And then he, I was like, do you play any instruments? And he's like, yeah, I play guitar. And I'm like, why are you not trying to, coming out to, that night was the auditions for the college bluegrass band. Yeah. And I was like, well, "Why don't you come out and like audition and get in the band?" He's like, "Oh, like, do they have that?" Yeah. And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, we have that. Come on, and the we'll, uh, if you play guitar and sing, and then that kind of from that moment on, like you were always around." Yeah. So, so, so that's how I met John in the office. I know that's like a great story or something, but uh, kind of tell us, tell us your musical, uh, musically your <clears throat> origin. Like, so. My
2: dad uh, played in a band growing up. He started playing guitar early. He had a banjo early that my brother now has. I think he started playing banjo, and his other brother played guitar.
0: Oh, so he played banjo early on? Yeah, first. I'm
2: I'm pretty sure, because each of them had one of the the instruments. Mm -hmm. So He played growing up and learned just tunes that he had heard and like picked up off the radio. He did a lot of like Marshall Tucker bands. Yeah, and, like, yeah, ran, you know, Acoustic, random tunes that yeah. he had learned and like picked out. And John like Anderson. That. Yeah, and yeah. so um, when he was with my mom originally, like he played through high school and then when he was in the military too, just kind of played around. But when he got back, my mom's brother also played, and so they had right. a band that they played <clears throat> with kind of around the area. And played at like, various festivals and stuff like that. So I kind of grew up seeing him play the front porch a lot. Right, Eddie Cosby right. Uh, and a couple of few, you know, musicians that played with him pretty regularly. And uh, and so I grew up seeing him play. And so when I was um, I, I was in high school, and Michael was still in like late elementary school. Now Michael's but, your little <clears throat> well, brother, yeah. Mm. So he started playing an instrument, and I thought, man, I should try to do that too. Um, and so I started on either banjo for a little bit and couldn't really do the roll. Uh-huh. And then uh, he had a man let me mess with that for a bit. But then my dad had another guitar, mm-hmm. a Marlboro guitar. My first guitar was a Marlboro, Marlboro? guitar. Was it a, like bought by Cigarette yeah, Point? Yeah, he had gone with Marlboro Miles. So I had a Marlboro uh, guitar. Miles. Yeah, five miles at a Smoke time. Smoke him a mile. It cost my dad a lung. Um, <laughs> but it was my first guitar. Yeah. Um, No, I had a Johnson from the flea market in Sevierville before that. It was blue, it was a terrible guitar, but my first like, yeah, good acoustic bluegrass guitar was a Marlboro guitar. Marlboro. And so I used to practice with my dad, and so I played for quite a while with him, just like uh, picking around. Uh, There was always music. Whenever anything happened, like a birthday, or Christmas, Mm -hmm. or Easter, or like Saturday, (laughs) he would pick, you know what I mean? So um, I started practicing with him and playing. And then uh, played with a few people around Cock County. Played the first shows at the Barbarossa, which we played yeah. later. Oh, yeah, yeah, which
0: was a, a biker bar that yeah. most of the time had like rock or, mm-hmm. most of the time it's rock bands, but there there was always, we were always the one bluegrass house band. house bluegrass band. That, that, were, that was allowed and play. to play. And
2: so we ended up playing there together. And so I met JP at ETSU and we, uh, Kind of hung out through that but he also played with us in a lot of shows mm-hmm. down there is the same band that my dad started with you know my mom's brother they were called the john's creek grass
0: Because so that's where you were raised yeah so oh, the road john's i was creek. grew up
2: on it's called john's creek uh it's way back in cock county kind of the opposite side of the county is paul mm-hmm. and so uh that's what they named Sorry. the band and so the band i play with now is the new john's creek grass right and so since he's passed it's been uh, kind of revived it's uh you're in japan now right so, Right. You know, right. know it's kind of been remade uh Different people with the same sound. Same Fewer mullets.
0: Uh, well, that's true, true. That's surprisingly, even at this day yeah. and time. There's some good photographs of the old one. So, a, lot of, a lot of mullets. So, John, I mean, how, how do you know John Paul? I mean, Paul uh, as in not, as, not John Paul, but Paul. Well,
1: I feel like I feel like... You played baseball, right? And basketball. So I feel like we definitely <coughs> played literally against each other. Yeah, we played. Oh, so past. you were,
0: yeah, because you were at different sides of the county. Yeah, yeah, we so were, we, we were county, rivals. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> so, so John was a Del Rio Trojan. That's it. And what were you, Paul? I was a Center View Falcon. Falcon. I kind of match up better with you, Paul. I was a Valley Forge Eagle. Oh, oh yeah, see, I see. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Falconry
2: and whatnot.
1: But, yeah. I, I guess we, we, we really met in high school. Yeah, definitely. Um, and sort of hung around the same circles, I feel like. We had a few
2: classes together, too. We had stats, I think. Uh, and with Brianna, too. Now,
0: yeah, now most people don't know that uh, John Mooneyham is actually... You're pretty multiversed. Yeah, like uh, the multiverse. Yeah, um, Yeah. you are. <laughs> you're like the multiverse. That Jet Li movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, you basically you're uh you were a history major mm-hmm. and then you' were an ESL major yeah I got an MED in that and 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 now you work uh, you you work in the college yeah in in higher, sort ed. Of, I'm in higher ed now you have several different job duties I yeah know. yeah
2: teaching and, and doing some program stuff
0: so and I formerly used to be uh, a, a, a associate professor and Paul can yeah you claim that yeah
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I'm a librarian. Oh, okay,
0: I didn't know if that was a secret or not. Well, it's, 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 it's not now. Oh, okay. <laughs> so we won't say where or anything like that, but we all three have worked, I guess, in higher education. We should yeah. do like an education podcast. We should get a grant. Yeah, you're listening to Education Time with John, Paul, and Paul, and John Paul. Let's breathe into it real hard like Terry Gross and NPR. Yes. <laughs> But uh, this is a scholarship channel. So, so I played with John. We did a Japan tour back in what O ten? Yeah, O ten. Yeah, the late old. The year of ten. Yeah, and uh, we did that with with another guy named John John Suits. Yeah, that was with Fiddlin' Leona, as everybody knows. She's yeah. not here once again, obviously. Uh,
2: Leona and the Johns.
0: Leona and the Johns. We did a Japan tour. That was kind of fun. Wasn't yeah, it was
2: it? awesome. It was good.
0: And. uh... And and also I've I've been many other places with John. He actually used to work for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, you were my what student worker. Yeah. So after
2: we met, the next year you graduated, went to grad school, and so you were a GA. Graduated and they separated that program out uh, later on its own, and so Rachel got that office and uh-huh. that new space in the gym, mm-hmm. and so we went over there to work. And so you did GA stuff, so you had like 20 hours a week, and I think I was there for eight. So right. it overlapped a lot. <laughs> so, so we <laughs> always made
0: sure, I always made sure that John worked during the times that I worked. But we worked efficiently quickly. Quickly. What we would do, and this is this is something that, that if you're out there listening and you're having a hard time with your work or anything yeah. like that, this <laughs> <It's is> something <laughs> like you can, at work. You, this is what you can do. If you've got a bunch of stuff to do, get it done right when you go in. Yeah, just knock it out. Yeah, just get all that done, like, within the first hour. Yeah. And then the rest of the time, you can go eat pizza. Yeah,
2: or, just answer emails on your phone. Yeah, or, you know. or
0: just hang, you know, what I'm saying, just kind of hang around. Or go put up flyers in Bluff City Yeah, or get some barbecue. I, I got John one time, Paul. Paul, this is so complicated. <laughs> I got to John one time, and I was like, I, I told everybody in the office, I'm like, I really need him. We've got to go somewhere, like right now, like get ready for this concert. And John's working. He's like, okay, here. And he's all like, what's going on? And I'm like, yeah, we're gonna go to Bluff City <laughs> and put up a put up a poster for a concert like one on store. one <laughs> one store. Coke machine, a vending machine. And we like we rode all the way over there to miss the rest of the day at work. And just taped up one poster onto a Coke machine. Yeah, we were advertising yeah. TV. Yeah, and then I said, well, we better get on back now because it's going to be quitting time. Yeah, we're go clock out. Did,
1: didn't y'all develop, like, the perfect breakfast sandwich, too? It seems like... The perfect y-
0: breakfast sandwich. Yeah,
1: I, I, feel, I feel like y'all told me that you, like, would go around to different breakfast places oh, and combine uh, the biscuits. Yeah, 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 true. like with
0: Hardee's and Pals. Yeah. And we we get Cheddar Rounds from Pals, mm-hmm. which is a fast food place. And then Hardee's yeah. is a Carl's Jr. out west. Yeah, uh, but here the Hardee's has biscuits. But they don't have cheddar rounds. They don't. So you have to get a biscuit from Hardee's. Yeah. Which has the greasiest, best sausage biscuit. Yeah. And then you go to Pals. Get them cheddar, get the rounds. cheddar rounds. Oh man, that's it. And then that's the greatest combination. It is. So sometimes you have to go to two or three restaurants. The right
2: thing is always the hardest
0: thing to do. It is. But luckily they were next to each other. Yeah. A Hardee's and a Pals. Not too far from That I was I in somewhere like Churchill, Tennessee. No, there's
2: that one. It's a four-way.
1: Is that where it was? Yeah. Well, I'm just throwing this out there, boys, but we got both those places pretty close here in the morning. Well, we
0: could get some. We've been having what you would call kind of a barbecue. We've been doing a little jamming. Mm-hmm. You know, I realized that I never played the opening interlude oh, yeah, on guitar. It. Yeah, I do so. So we'll just do that much right now. But uh, so there's your open, there's the opening interlude. But um, so so John's a bass. You you you're kind of a bass player now. Yeah. And um, you're you're looking for a bass. Yeah. And tell people tell people out there that maybe are not music uh, musicians. Tell them how difficult it is dealing with and living with a stand up upright bass. So it takes up a
2: lot of room, and so. You know, you can get a big base stand or whatever, right? But it's still broad. I mean, it's yeah. tall, but it's broad and it's heavy. Yeah, it's... And so, I always heard that a base that's laying down can't fall, but right. it's long. Then, right, you know right. what I mean? So it's yeah. big
0: and it's long. So, and every time you get a vehicle, one of your most important things is to make sure the base yeah will can fit it, in it fit
2: in with the end pin out or end pin in? Mm-hmm. It, will it scratch like the back of the seat or like the side of the passenger door right. area if you right. put it in and the headstock's too far up? Mm-hmm. And so that's like a legit concern.
0: So if we have any engineers listening, maybe back over in Japan, like from uh, Toyota or anything like, like that.
2: Offset the wheel wells. Yes,
0: so you can hollow bass. There a you stand go. Up, exactly. Stand up bass. That'd be great. So uh, what? tell us a little bit. Uh, we'll go into a little bit of uh, music time segment. Mm. But uh, what? who are some of your biggest uh, influences musically? I mean, you talked about your dad. Yeah. But I mean, as far as... You know, professional artists or anything like that.
2: So get this. My dad and uh, my uncle would call in to that show in Virginia. That
0: Blue oh, uh, 93.5 Reg- WAXM Norton.
2: Yeah, it was on... Okay, so yeah. they would call in, like, requests to one another. Uh, it was a bluegrass show that happened on the weeknights, and they would... Um, Cassette tape. They would record it and like tape songs that they wanted to practice. Right. And like do in their band. Yeah, yeah. And so like it was the equivalent of mixtapes. They would make mixtapes from other. the radio. Yeah, from the radio. But they, would but they were requesting in. the songs. Yeah, That like, was clever. Yeah, so that I was play, before the internet,
0: kids. Yeah, they couldn't
2: just Google it. Yeah. So they would play like, hey, this is for Johnny Mooney and Del Rio, and they'd play some tunes. And then uh-huh. they'd be like, I like that. I'm gonna sit down and figure it out. Yeah. And so like he would do it, and then he would play it later. And so, like, I've got a bunch of their cassette tapes, but like, well, they used to play them a lot growing up. Right. And so, Dad would always have those going, like a lot of good bluegrass. So Jimmy Martin, they did a lot of his uh-huh. stuff. Dad was big in the Seldom Scene. Uh-huh. Um, <clears throat> it was good to see them recently uh, with another good friend from Japan. Yeah. Um, oh, oh, the Sensei. Yeah. He yeah. You run
0: into him in California yeah, randomly. Big time in a concert. Seldom Scene.
2: <laughs> um, but yeah, so a lot of that Jimmy Martin Seldom Scene. Uh, Bluegrass album band, tons mm-hmm. of Tony Rice stuff. Uh, Dad was really big into church, like Church Street Blues was the anthem, yeah, uh, for a long time. Um, but we also did a lot of the other like, classic standard stuff. Um, he did get into some like, you know, later stuff. He was big into Ernie Thacker out of Greenville, actually. Yeah, yeah, later. yeah. He did he
0: did a lot of good stuff.
2: And so listened to a lot of that growing up, and then like I said, he he learned a lot of like classic rock. He had a huge record collection. Stuff. Some country yeah. stuff, and so. He had a big record collection, and every summer he'd try to. We'd go through it in the summer, and like listen to a record a day, or like a record an evening after dinner, uh-huh. and so like go through this huge collection and just listen to a bunch of various stuff. And so, so,
0: so you basically had a pretty good childhood, like where like people were reading books and listening to records yeah.
2: and stuff. My mom and dad both. Well, there's nothing else to do though, right? Well,
0: true, true. John so. does come from like a gravel road. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, nothing else. So, about 40 minutes outside of town. Yeah, it takes you 40 minutes to get to, like, a legitimate town, right?
2: Yeah, and so in the summer, if we weren't in school, if Mom went and got groceries on a Sunday and we didn't go, we wouldn't see anyone other than our family or the mailman for, like, two weeks unless someone came and visited us. Right, right, right. so, we would read. my mom read a lot, Dan read Mm -hmm. a lot. He did a lot of union stuff. Yeah, 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 he was big in that. And so, there was always some sort of, like, litigation or, like, Vocabulary issue going book, on, some guidebook yeah. he was reading, yeah, and so yeah, uh, it was good. But I mean, that was what there was to do. That and like farm, yeah. And, well, like, I, I, <laughs> I guess, on.
0: I guess, I guess you came to it then pretty early. Like Paul and I were talking uh, last episode, and you know, we kind of were around it but didn't pay attention to it early on. Yeah, and it caught on later.
1: Mm. Yeah, John got in on the ground floor. Yeah, yeah. But it
2: was always there though. You know what I mean? Like. Sure, same for you all. It's just like it was like your uncle was playing, or right? Something right, like yeah. My uncles like, or my was grandpa a, was listening you know,
0: to a tape or something. Yeah, but uh, you know, I never, uh, I never really like got really into it though until I was a teenager. Well, you said you were kind yeah, of yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, probably more toward like you know early high school, <laughs> and so it was, was later too.
0: Yeah, so same. So. So anyway, so that's kind of the that's kind of the origin story with uh, with John. How long have we been on, Paul? Give us a time signature.
1: Oh, uh, like seventeen minutes. Oh, is that it's, all? It's still minutes? it's still early. It's still early. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So here,
0: let's let's do a little bit of this. Okay, Paul, what is your favorite movie of all time? Just- Jaws.
1: Without the original, job. yeah, with, without yeah. a doubt, the the I, everyone in that movie, every character is amazing. Like the townspeople are yeah. so authentic.
0: So even 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 the like backup actors are phenomenal.
1: Yeah, it's like it, it's so authentic. You feel like you're you're really there.
0: That, that is that's a good choice. What about you, John? Well, if you just had to watch I one am. movie over and over for like two weeks, I tell you, it might get some hate, but the original Predator. I watched it just the other day.
2: It's on movie plus. How many movies you know that's got two governors in it? that's true. Schwarzenegger Uh, and and Ventura. Manta alien, fair fight. He wins.
0: That's a good one. Pre independence Uh, day. That is. I'm just saying. That is a really good one. And most people, most people wouldn't know mine, but. My favorite movie of all time is Mall Rats. Oh, yeah. oh
2: that's true. Just yeah.
0: because like, I used I to hang out. The, my, my friend's mom used to get her hair done every weekend. And we, she would, and when she got her hair done, it was like a five or six hour ordeal. And she would drop me me and her son off at the mall for like five or six hours. We never bought anything. We just walked around. Yeah. We had no shopping agenda. So as soon as I saw that movie, it connected like, oh, wow. They're I just hung out too. in the mall. Yeah, so so anyway, that's that's kind of that's kind of my favorite movie. Uh, well, and I think Paul, you're into horror movies. I know that Giles is kind of a horror movie. But, True. Yeah. But do you have a, a specific like horror genre uh, movie
1: that? Probably the original Halloween. Like that's the one that that i I'll, I'll watch that movie like. Probably once every couple months since
0: I was like a kid. <laughs> True, and Halloween's coming up—the holiday. True, yeah. Halloween. You probably so, don't
2: get any trick or treaters up this far in the woods, though. I mean, we're pretty deep.
0: Yeah, pr- probably
1: not.
2: I I've mean, actually, when I, you
0: when you walk into this place, I mean, you hear. You hear that playing in the background.
2: True. If, if it's Paul, though. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's Paul
0: playing. It,
1: <laughs> I mean, if I did get trick or treaters, like I'd be worried about them. Like, why are your yeah. parents letting you gum this deep? Yeah,
0: yeah. Or you'd be thinking they were trying to steal something. Yeah, that, yeah. True. Yeah, your house.
1: I'd fire a gun off in the air at them, probably.
0: Yeah. So, did you watch many horror movies when you were a kid, John? Or,
1: uh,
0: not specifically. Did you watch them when you were a kid, Paul? Oh, yeah. Did your parents watch them?
1: um, So I I had a a half-sister who's about 10 years older. Uh And so she would always, like, have them on. So, like the 80s like slasher movies yeah. like th- those are pretty much real solid he like. had like tapes of them we watched something.
2: like Freddy Krueger and uh-huh. uh, yeah. like, all the Pumpkin Heads and okay. yeah and that and so, I mean, Hill Razor pretty, yeah those were pretty standard uh, I watched
1: Pumpkinhead last night yeah oh really but we no, didn't yeah. go to any
2: extremes like there wasn't like uh, American Horror stories or like uh, yeah there's some more extreme stuff too I like, used the to horror watch horror that series
0: shows. or whatever there was a series on like HBO called the Tales from the Cruise yeah we watched Tales from the yeah to yeah, watch Twilight Zone mm. was,
2: had some spooky
0: stuff. I used to watch that, but actually on Tales of the Crypt, I just liked that thing that introduced crypt it. Crypt Keeper. Yeah. 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 So, they did one on her one time.
2: A movie? Yeah, like a, a, a mini. Like oh, those, okay. Okay. So, it's, it's so,
0: so, 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 yeah, so, you know, with me, it was always the Friday the 13th. They weren't scary, but I liked the idea of Jason Voorhees. <laughs> yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Uh, I like the idea of like he was treated badly when he was camping when he was a kid and then he got mad at everybody later. Yeah, true. Yeah, With a machete. <laughs> yeah, pulled out a machete and then found that hockey mask. You know, I think the first two he never has the hockey. No, mask. No, it's the th- it's third. Uh, the third one. Yeah. The the
1: second one though, to me, has always been the scariest because he wears like a sack over the his head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like that. That one, to me, is, like, legitimately scary. Yeah. Is that
0: the one with his mom in it where she knits a sweater or something? Uh,
1: no, she, that's the first one. She gets her, I don't know if this is going to be a spoiler, but she gets her, <laughs> head, her head cut off at the end of the first one. Oh, uh, okay.
0: At the first one.
1: Yeah. Okay. And supposedly he sees it, and then in that, the second one comes back and puts a sack on his head and kills all the kids.
0: Ooh. Yeah. So, yeah, Friday the 13th were always uh one of my favorites, but like I say, not really scary. The most scary movie I ever saw, honestly. Most people will say The Shining, mm. but to me, it's Pet Cemetery. Yeah. Oh yeah, the the, it's the t- both sit- Stephen King's, Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. The Shining's pretty good, but I think that's more scary to a different generation. Yeah. I mean, the only thing scary, and it's those twins. That house out in Colorado is pretty creepy. It's got a lot of land with it. Yeah. The
2: something hotel.
0: Yeah, some some government hotel or oh, something like that. It's so. called like government yeah. hotel. I don't know. It's pretty. Yeah, it'd be pretty spooky to be trapped there. But with, with so, Jack Nicholson, I mean. <laughs> yeah, well, that's that's true too. My my favorite side story on that movie is where they have to call that uh, guy that's like manager of the place. Yeah, and he has to fly in from like Florida into that snowstorm, and I'm always concerned about how he's going to get from the airport up to the resort. Oh yeah, but he finally gets there. Yeah, he shouldn't tr- have. Those I guess tracker get, things. Spoilers: he gets killed. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, but that's always my biggest concern in that movie is how is he going to get back Better. to the the place, the hotel. So so anyway, so like I say, we've been sitting around like actually, I'll tell you what we did today. We had a pizza party, and it was supposed to be. we were originally going to do a barbecue or something. Yeah, but we yeah. got lazy. So what we decided to do is, there's about five pizza places in the area. Oh, that and are there's good, way more than that. Yeah, but, but that are real. It's kind of top five. Yeah, yeah. And we went around to each one of them and got a bunch of pizzas. Each and,
2: person brought a pizza. Yeah,
0: or two, or yeah. whatever. And we just set them out, and we was able. We were able to sample each different kind of pizza so that's kind of what we've been doing today if we sound a little droggy probably because we have like pizza coma yeah,
1: yeah i think we had like two pounds of pizza per
0: person probably yeah. so but uh but we've been doing a little bit of, a little bit of music and jamming and just uh, just hanging out with good friends you know i'm in town and uh, mm-hmm. john's in town and paul's in town and it's the jp pod so, yeah so yeah. we had
2: to pick we had to eat yeah
0: and uh I guess, I guess you know that's pretty much it. How long have we gone now, Paul? Give me a time check.
1: Oh, uh, we're we're still only at twenty three minutes. Twenty three minutes,
0: yeah. Oh wow, this is the shortest episode I've ever done. We're gonna have to talk about something else. well. well what do you want to talk about?
2: Well, I mean, tell Paul. So, like, I grew up on the opposite end
0: of uh,
2: of the county as Paul. Mm-hmm. And he was in my neck of the woods a lot growing up, um, because I was out kind of toward. Um, you know the North Carolina line where it was very rural and uh um, not many people up in there. Really, not very many people, and you know everyone kind of kept to themselves. Mm-hmm. So, Paul would get up in my neck of the woods quite often. Paul, what are you doing up there? Just
0: <laughs> hanging out. Why um, did you come to John's side of the? This county? is very early on before we knew each other. Oh
1: yeah, right. true, true. Well, I, I guess maybe the statute of limitations is up on this now. I've been talking about. Okay,
0: yeah. It. Go ahead and l- just let your let your let your emotions flow.
1: Yeah. So. uh I guess uh, up in Del Rio, it was uh, famous for uh, some cockfighting up there, Mm -hmm. and uh, Dad was real big into that, Uh so I spent my Saturdays basically helping him. Y'all had roosters, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. Explain explain to the people, probably like 85% of them, who don't know what cockfighting is. Explain. What the barbaric practice of
2: Kings <laughs>
1: Oh man, you're gonna have peta like all over this podcast.
0: Well, right? it, it's supposedly finished now. Yeah, so, yeah. So this is
1: in the past. For the just for the record, I, I've I've not done this since I was a kid. Right. And right. in fact, I didn't really participate. I just helped dad do it. Right.
2: Kind um, yeah. <laughs> of had to be there. I mean, he dropped you there.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah. Like you're a kid, you got to do do what you're told. Yeah, all my neighbors were there. Um. So. uh <laughs> Like, basically what you do, there's a specific type of chicken that, um, as in the, if it's um, if you get a rooster mm-hmm. and, um, uh, and another rooster of this specific type of chicken, they'll just fight each other to the death, essentially. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, anytime they're just in the general area of
0: each other. Yeah. And, they're each kind of the an alpha animal or something. Yeah. So they have to, like,
1: yeah. fight it out, uh-huh. essentially. And so, um, they basically put two of them in a big ring, you know, and up in Del Rio, it mm-hmm. was... There was, like, a legitimately, I wouldn't call it a coliseum, <laughs> but, like, it would see. I, I mean, thinking about three to 500 people. Probably. Really? That many? Yeah, there was bleacher seating. All per- the way around? That went all the way up. Purposefully and it, done, yeah. Yeah, and a, and a restaurant in there, they had, like, a, honestly, that was the best part when I was a kid. Like, mm-hmm. they had, like, breakfast sandwiches and, like, awesome burgers all day. So, yeah. it,
0: was, it was basically, like, a whole, like, a community event.
1: Yeah, oh, yeah. So, see like, well, so like the cops, yeah, the, <laughs> the cops had to know because like uh, all the hotels, like in Newport, like mm-hmm. in the city, would fill up. All oh, those. when days. I was a
0: kid, like everybody that I knew, like parents and people all around me were were, were going to Del Rio. Yeah, uh, which you know, from at that point in time, from Elizabeth and her Carter County is pretty far. But people yeah. used to ride around a lot.
2: Right, right. So we'd be like, "What are you doing on, you know, Saturday? Like, are we going to ride around? We'll probably ride through Del Rio because yeah, yeah. it's a, it's a scenic place, right? There's lots of mountains and rivers and stuff, and yeah. it's really nice. And so,
0: so yeah, you we, just
2: ride across. Yeah, we just ride we, around. Look at it. So... Waste of gas. Yeah. 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 Back in the sheet.
1: I, I mean, I have, I have tons of memories of that. Dad would be like, let's go ride over Hall's Top. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then you just like, he had an old Jeep, and mm-hmm. we'd get in there and like, listen to the Tennessee game on the radio. Yep. And do and
0: people just... still do that? Do people still just ride around? Mm, not as much. I
1: mean, we tried to ride over Dennis Cove that one time in Sharon's car. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. But, but
0: <laughs> I mean, we did, but but do, do new people, uh, the, I'm basically sure people the younger still, people, I'm sure do people, they still ride around? I'm sure they still around in some areas.
1: Now, nah, millennials, they just look at Facebook.
0: That's true. It's <laughs> get hacked. That's true. I mean, yeah, that's what we used to do. Like, we didn't, you know, unless you were going to the mall. No, nah,
2: we'd ride out. There to was like nothing the, else to do. We'd ride out to the store and get candy bars and ride in the back of the truck. Mm-hmm. Like dad would be like, let's go through the 15th, or let's go down to Rankin, or let's go down through Bridgeport. Yeah, you're not Spad really Harvard. going anywhere. Yeah, but I mean, like, same thing. They'd put the radio on, or they'd mm-hmm. have a big cassette tape yeah. or two to go to. Yeah, you know, eight-track players. Slamming it in there, three on the tree Chevy. Uh-huh. Just, like, hang out. right ride the back of the truck, because it's just, you know, one-lane roads. And so we'd ride around, listen to music, listen to tapes and stuff like yeah. that.
0: Yeah, well, you know, I was thinking the other day, I was up on Dennis Cove, mm-hmm. uh, which is where my dad lived. And, uh, I was up there the other day and it was interesting because it was a Sunday and like, I was visiting a, a good friend of ours, uh, Della Sue. Oh yeah. Yeah. And she was cooking. She's a, she's a lady that almost a saint. I mean, I would put her in <laughs> sainthood. Yeah. But she lives, uh, she lives way up on this mountain, uh, near the Appalachian, Appalachian Trail. She's
2: a patron saint of cast iron. Yeah. Yeah. And so <laughs> she
0: cooks constantly. So I was just up there, and she you know, offered to cook me a wonderful meal, some killer cornbread and all kinds of pickled eggs and everything. And as I sat there throughout the day, up there, like every 30 minutes, a new couple of people would drive in. They would tell you about their weekly troubles mm-hmm. or what kind of issues they'd been facing in life. And they might, you know, drink a beer or something. Yeah. And then they'd get back in the vehicle and ride on across the mountain, probably stopping at somebody else on the way. Yeah. And then the next hour, some new people would come in. So that still goes on, but usually amongst the older people. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So every hour, there were new guests. And they would get something to eat and
1: move on. Well, I definitely remember, too, like when you were on those rides, you'd run into people you knew. Oh yeah. And so you'd stop, stop, in, the
0: road. Yeah, you'd stop yeah. in the road. And it's then hard. somebody would and then somebody would come and you'd be like, ah, we're gonna have to get out of here. There's somebody <laughs> yeah. behind <My> us. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. But but yeah, so yeah, that is true. Everybody used to just park in the road and, and you know, sometimes you could get away with like a fifteen minute conversation and oh, nobody yeah. would come. Oh yeah, definitely.
1: Yeah. It was basically like a Facebook thread, but you had to drive and see the yeah. there.
0: Yeah, I guess that is true. I guess people just get on social media now. We're used to, if you wanted to find out anything, you had to ride around. Yeah, if yeah. you had to
1: find out some news about what was
0: happening. Yeah.
2: That was the internet before there was internet, right? Mm. People were intertwined.
0: So uh, so if you're, your at, if you're out there and you're thinking about something to do or you think you live in a boring place, you don't. You can just ride around.
2: Yeah, go down yep. to your local park. Yeah. <laughs> See what's going yeah, on. Yeah, just park there.
0: You know, actually, like last <laughs> night... Last night, I, I drove into downtown Elizabeth, and they had a wonderful art walk, mm-hmm. and I didn't participate in it, but, you know, there was one guy playing guitar, and another guy drawing a picture, yeah. the, or a girl drawing a picture on the other side of the street, and there were like several people walking around, so I just parked and watched people walk around. I rode down there yeah to the town, and I just parked in the parallel downtown parking, and just watched people enjoy the art walk. Yeah. See, people don't do stuff simple like that anymore. True, (laughs) they would have looked at it on
1: Facebook, exactly,
0: or like a live stream cam or something. So, so and John also uh, to throw out one more thing about John. John also lived two different one year stints in Korea.
2: Oh yeah, 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 in South Korea. And so that's how I was able to go and uh, play the all in Japan. I was really already on that in that hemisphere. You were in Korea, in that hemisphere uh, across a. A little bit of water and so I got to fly in and so um, we hung out there for a couple weeks or close yeah yeah I think it week. was about
0: almost two weeks yeah. yeah and so then I went back
2: to Korea and finished out there so, so
0: what was your what was your what was your favorite what was your favorite thing about Korea
2: so I ended up meeting a lot of really cool people mm-hmm. uh, a lot of really nice folks and getting a lot of perspective um, I had never been out of the country before until I took that job Mm-hmm. And I never really really lived in a big city other than, right. you know, Johnson City. Right, um, which is not very big. Which is not very big. I've yeah. been to Atlanta once. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> I've flown through there. Yeah. Um, but I was living in one. And then, uh, you well, know, Seoul was so huge, too. And so it was interesting to see so many people packed into one place. Mm-hmm. But also, like, I I uh, changed a lot of my, you know, food habits and stuff like that. Because we grew up, just we farmed you know, potatoes. Whatever and you had. Yeah, yeah, so, you know. <laughs> And over there, there was a lot more options, and so I mm. ended up eating a lot of different kind of foods and kind of just getting into a lot of different fun stuff that I didn't have access to previously. Yeah, yeah. And so it was a, It's
0: kind of strange, because Asians eat a lot of vegetables, and I don't mean, like, necessarily a lot of kinds, but there's many different dishes of vegetables.
2: Yeah. And then there's different stuff, too, that they, you know, that we have... The same that they do differently, right, so right. it's you know something familiar but something different too. And so it was good to go over there and find some good food. Some of the best food I've had has been in Japan and been in Korea, uh, just like some of the smaller places. Just, yeah. Uh, you know.
0: So, so Paul, you're kind of a Paul's kind of a, a foodie as well. What's what's kind of your your are you is barbecue kind of your? Paul efficient? smokes meats. He does smoke uh, his meat a lot. Paul will smoke
2: anything. Yeah. (laughs) Oh well.
0: Yeah, I think I just said he smokes his meat a lot. I don't mean it like (laughs) negative. He'll smoke your meat. Yeah. (laughs) Paul's meat. I mean. So is is that your? Is meat your pastrami?
1: Looks good. What else? Uh, Oh yeah, I did do homemade pastrami. uh Um, I mean. We did uh, what well, we did—an entire pig, we did the pig in the ground.
0: Last year, Hawaiian
2: style, but with a big yeah, piece that, of tin. Yeah. yeah, it worked out okay. <laughs> we, did, we had cheek meats and tons. We got
0: and, lucky yeah. too because the the pig that we ordered wasn't huge. Yeah, we would have had a tough time if it would have been much bigger. But we yeah. learned a lot too. Yeah, I
1: mean, we we did store it in my bathtub overnight with
2: ice.
0: True, true, true. He had like a bleeding pig in
2: his bathtub. We got the whole pig, and then we, you know, right. Butchered half of it, and then um, did the other half whole.
1: But, yeah, I mean, I, I would say barbecue is probably, I mean, I'll eat pretty much anything. Right. But in terms of, like, stuff that I focused on trying to make consistently and better, right. barbecue is probably. Barbecue. Yeah. And,
0: and by barbecue, uh, you mean barbecue as in the cooking style, not just, because a lot of people don't realize that, like, especially in, like, Tennessee and North Carolina and stuff. When you say barbecue, sometimes it just means pulled pork barbecue. Right. True. Yeah. Um, Whereas cooking out or grilling is the cooking aspect of it.
1: Yeah, I, it always bothers me um, in other places when people are like, "Let's barbecue," and then like they put a hamburger on a grill. Like right, that's right. not.
0: So 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 you barbecue could be pork or beef. Yeah, depending true. on what you're doing to it.
1: Yeah, Um, or it could be fish, too. You do, like, salmon, for example. True, 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 Yeah,
0: well, salmon's one of my favorite fish to to barbecue, actually. If you want to call barbecue, barbecuing. Yeah. yeah. Or if you want to call barbecue, pulled pork. Sure, yeah.
1: Anything that, I feel like anything that you, like, cook for a low temperature, uh, using smoke for a long period of time is is considered barbecue. You can consider barbecue. barbecue. Yeah. So it could
0: be chicken or fish or...
1: Yeah, or or I'll throw this out there, uh, vegetables, like... uh, like uh, barbecue,
0: like corn on the cob, is yeah. some
1: of the best best you'll have. Yeah, you know yeah.
0: what I've been doing lately? I've been uh, kind of exclusively grilling my corn on the cob. Oh yeah. And you know what I do is I get some I get some soy sauce and some mirin, mm-hmm. which is kind of honey like substance. It's a cooking thing that you uh, used uh, that's used a lot in Japan. But I'll get I'll get that, and sometimes even a little honey or butter for a little sweetness. And mix all that together, maybe heat it up in the microwave just for a little bit and mix all that together. Then soak the ear of corn and then grill it mm-hmm. kind of slow. Let it burn just a little bit. Yeah, yeah, roasted. Yeah.
1: So let me ask you this because there's two different kinds, uh, there's two different ways to grill corn. I want to see which okay. one you do. One is you wrap it in tinfoil. Uh huh. And then the other one, the, the other people will pull back the husk and pull out all the hairs mm-hmm. and soak the husk in water, put the husk back around the corn and actually grill it in the husk.
0: You, you know what I do? I do something totally different, but a little more close to the second version. I take most of the hull off, the skin off of the chicken. Mm-hmm. Not the chicken. Uh, what are we corn. talking about? Corn. corn. <laughs> yeah. I take the husk off the corn, most of it, but I leave just a little bit to singe and burn mm-hmm. initially. And then after the thing gets kind of warm and the outside gets burnt, then I burn my hands off and I rip the rest of the husk off. Then I finish it. So I use the husk to create smoke and fire to smoke it. Ah, uh, okay, okay. On a gas grill top. All right, so it's like, a, yeah, it's an in between, yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. And, and I got that idea because one of my favorite dishes in Japan is kotsuo, which is bonito, which is shipjack tuna, that kind of tuna. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's kind of tataki, so it's cut... Uh, they cut it into peat. Well, actually, first you do like a whole fillet, and you cook it over top of uh, burning straw. Oh yeah. So you get to, you get straw going with some smoke going, and you just barely singe the out. You you hold that fish. They have like a thing that holds it, holds that big fillet piece, and you just keep rotating it around, singeing the edges, and then it's ready to eat after you pour some ponzu sauce mm. or something like that. Out. Well, so I like. I like the taste of fire being on something. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, let me ask you all this because I just realized you both have now lived out of the country for at least a year. Uh-huh. So what did you like when John, when you lived in Korea and JP, when you lived in Japan, what did you miss food-wise the most?
0: I'll let John
2: go first. I have a lot of thoughts uh-huh. on this. So the one thing that I missed while I was there that I could get in like certain places was flaming Hot Cheetos. Okay. So, like, I would make a special trip into Seoul to, like, the foreigner's The foreign grocery store. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. get peanut butter and, like, oatmeal and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Things that I couldn't get out, you know, otherwise. I'd go get some, like, American food if I wanted it. Uh Um, Things like that. But I'd always sit at the foreign store and get um, flaming Hot Cheetos. So so that was your deal. Oh, I would bust those out hard. Um, But as far as, like, missing something to come back to, I don't know. Uh, That's a tough one. There's some pretty good, like, solid burgers to be had in America. Like, if you want to come and get a real good, the old-fashioned burger, burger, old-fashioned hamburger, like, like,
1: like, on a flat top. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah,
0: like an old diner.
2: But I mean, it, there's just, I mean, there's some different kinds of burgers too. But like, there's some damn good burgers in America. Yeah, that yeah. are tough to yeah. do otherwise. Yeah. I feel like.
0: Yeah, I always feel like in Japan, uh, there's some great hamburger places. But I always feel like when I eat the hamburgers, the bread is too good. Mm. The bread, like texture-wise and taste-wise, is killing the meat taste. Yeah. When in the United States, the bread is just something to hold it in Yeah. supplement it. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yes. It,
1: it didn't have a taste at all, really. Right. I it's mean, it, it
0: tastes okay. It don't taste bad. Mm. But you're wanting to get to the meat and the onions and the ketchup and the mayonnaise yeah. or the mustard you want to get into all those explosive tastes so i think i middle. came
2: i think i came back and immediately smashed a hardy's burger like, like a fat burger yeah my dad met me at
0: the airport
2: uh-huh, uh, in knoxville yeah and i mean you know ready to roll
0: right right <laughs> yeah I, I, my thing's always pals when i come back pals, when i yeah. come back here when i've been gone for a while some shit rounds pals <laughs> i i usually just go for the later meal though i like the big the big pal yeah Uh, hamburger and and it's old fashioned style and that old fashioned style the reason you can't find it like in Asia or other places is they don't have you can't ever find that kind of bun Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying and you know that bun that's toasted just a little bit so it's you know just a little bit hard on the edges yeah Now, like I was like they have some great burgers in Tokyo but the bread is too good yeah so so what about you what did you miss miss yeah Uh, miss wise um, not basically a particular specific food but a kind of food is desserts pies cakes yeah uh, Reese Cups uh, in Japan you know you can get they're real you know they're, they're, there's a craze right now about like Kit Kats mm. and stuff like that so you know there's Kit Kats around you can get a Snickers bar at a convenience store uh, and stuff like that but you know the cakes and stuff are great and they look beautiful but they're not really sweet, right? So to me, sweetness. You're right. And then Mexican food. Oh yeah. I mean, that, once again, there's some there's some good Mexican places in Tokyo. Yeah. But good
2: ones in po. They're just right. not
0: real. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And barbecue, but. Uh-oh. That's that's yeah. Did, were there? Did you ever try to eat, like? Was there any place that had like Texas style barbecue or anything while you were in Korea?
2: Uh, there were places we could go and order steaks. I think I might have had one or two while I was there, but, but there
0: wasn't like a smokehouse or anything no, like that. No, nothing
2: really substantial. You know what I mean? Because
0: because like in Japan, like in Tokyo, there's this place called the something smokehouse or whatever. And I mean, it's okay. There were like TGI Fridays and stuff, but I mean, yeah. Well, true. Actually, to me in Tokyo, the best ribs in town is if you go to TGI Fridays. Yeah. But, Hashtag. Yeah, TGI Fridays <laughs> Japan. So, so yeah. So if you're in Tokyo and you really want a, a rack of ribs, go to TGI Fridays. TGI Fridays. Fridays. I, I know it's cliche. That's where I took Leona last year for her birthday party. Well, yeah. In Japan, we went in Tokyo. We went to TGI Fridays. So, like, there was that. Right. But, I mean, there were a few other places
1: There wasn't any could be like,
2: more oh, local. a steakhouse. Places. Right. Like, no, not really.
0: But, yeah, I don't know. But sweets, uh, Mexican food, which, you know, talk, good tacos and burritos.
2: But in all those places, I'll tell you this, you know, you couldn't get maybe some solid steaks and stuff like that. But it's a nose-to-tell country. So, like, if right. you could go to, like, a Korean barbecue or, like, a mm-hmm. steakhouse that was, like, a Japanese style or something like that. Right. Or get, like, kebabs or ske- skewers, I guess Yeah, skewers. Say, of all kinds of parts. And so, like, different, like, yeah. sausages, too. And, like, yeah. good yeah. cuts of meat and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, you'd even get some tongue
0: and stuff like that. Yeah, so,
2: I mean, there was definitely good meat to be had. There just wasn't, like, Whopper steaks.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's the first thing. When I came back, the first thing I bought at the grocery store was were two big ribeyes. Mm-hmm. Uh, just, I wanted to grill. And I was, like, shocked. I'm like, wow, these are huge. Mm-hmm. But now, price wise, I have to admit those two huge ribeyes were very expensive, and the price is not that different. Yeah, from overseas. Yeah, so get a good beef every now and then. Uh, but you know, but yeah, that that kind of but and, you know, in Japan, and I'm sure Korea is the same way. The seafood is unbelievable oh, yeah. and reasonably priced. Exactly. So. Are you Paul? You're you're a seafood. You're good with seafood, aren't
1: you? Oh yeah, I, I love it. I just live in a landlocked
2: state.
0: It's hard to get a lot risky. Of good seafood. It's risky.
2: Yeah, you gotta I get mean, that fried, you know, freshwater fish. And,
0: and I haven't I haven't eaten any seafood since I've been back we here. And, a and fried I've catfish
2: cute. place. Paul's got a killer fried catfish. Oh yeah, connection.
1: man! Right right down the road. It's all you can eat fried. Cat- wow. Uh, yeah, we did. Uh, what what do we do for John's birthday? What do we do? All uh, you can eat shrimp.
2: Yeah, all you can oh, eat really? popcorn oh, yeah. shrimp.
0: Is it a local place? Like an independently owned place? Or? Yeah, yeah. It's,
2: it's straight up. They, they redecorated recently and it uh-huh. looks like
0: the 80s. Yeah. They're okay. just now in the 80s. Yeah, oh, that, so they, they were, uh, at, before it was like 60s or 70s. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. So. Yeah. And, and, and in fact, John and I went in like we thought, like we even worked out before. Like we went to the gym. We went hungry. You were ready for We had it. a
2: purpose, yeah. Oh, yeah. I see. I
1: see. And uh, we... Unlimited oh, the second round. Yeah, we we, we made or it shrimp. to a second plate. But they do that's,
2: catfish, too, and oh, okay. it's even catfish cheaper. Catfish Oh, man, it's delicious. Unlimited? Yeah. Yeah, eleven ninety nine. dollars 99 I'll, The I sides agree. ain't. You just get one round of them, I think.
1: Yeah. But you, you can get,
0: get unlimited catfish. Yeah, meats. Yeah. And
1: you get,
2: Ocean you get, meats. Uh,
1: you get three sides, and one of the sides can be a dessert.
0: Oh, okay. Do they also They have, like, flounder and stuff? They have other yeah, kinds of Yeah, they have other kinds of stuff. I like a good fried flounder. Yeah, we could get it. Uh, What's it called in Japanese? I think uh, fluke or fluke. I can't remember what Flanders (laughs) called, but it's called something. But it's the (laughs) flatfish. But, uh, so, yeah, so, so now that we've went through all of this, does anybody have, uh, do you have anything you need to advertise, John? Paul got some advertisement in on the last one. I some musical tags in there.
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I did, I did on the last one. Do you want to tell people about you got
2: the new things? John's Creek grass? Yeah. you so got a the, Facebook thing, though? Yeah, we do. The new John's Creek grass. If you're looking up the old John's Creek grass, you probably need a haircut. If, um, yeah, or you don't have the internet. Or you don't have the internet. Yeah. So get on the new John's Creek grass, uh. We're bringing you some unsanctioned music from time to time, just trying to... Trying you know, to fight off BMI. Trying and to fight off, yeah, you know, doing all those maneuvers <laughs> like that. Around the Knoxville area, but we do private events. We do coronations, quinceañeras. And they can find you uh, on Facebook. We're on Facebook. We have a page. We do. It's the New Johns Creek Grass. And so, uh, it's been a pleasure, though. Thanks for having me yeah. on. Yeah, and, uh, What
0: do you got there? So, uh, we've got uh, Mr. Paul Northquest. Mm-hmm. We've got Mr. John. Mm-hmm. We've got Mr. J.P., and this has been another episode of the J.P. Pod. I'm J.P. I'm Paul Northquest. (laughs) And I'm John. All right. And you've been listening to the JP pod. Uh, don't forget to check us out, uh, follow us on Facebook and actually rate us. If you're listening to us on iTunes, go on there and rate us and tell us how unreal this pod, uh, podcast episode is exactly. so that we can get some advertisement. I'm really wanting to do some advertisement. So if any advertisers are out there listening, give me your product and I will sell it all day <laughs> long. If you send me a free one. Yeah. So, so anybody, anyway, uh, check that out. Uh, check out, you can check out uh, my music or fiddling Leona, uh, uh, hopefully, maybe next episode she'll be back with us. But uh, you can find all her stuff at F I D D L I N G Leona L E O N A dot com. That's fiddlingleona. dot com. You can find her also on Facebook. dot com slash fiddling leona, and you can also uh, like like our fan page on Facebook under the JP Pod. Anybody else got anything else to say? Uh, if you get a chance to catch Fiddling Leona in any country, in any venue, in mm-hmm. any. Situation, yeah. yeah,
2: situation, domestic, foreign, or otherwise, yeah, in yeah. international waters, even,
0: yeah, I think yeah. actually, on boats, yeah, yeah in yeah. boats, sail ships, uh, not sail ships, cruise ships, cruise ships, yeah,
2: check her out. It's a good show. It's a uh, you have a good time. All right,
0: so check us out. We'll always be here. Have a good night. Good morning. Good day. Whatever time it may be, wherever you are, this is the JP Pod, and we'll see you again next time. <laughs>